Hi everyone, and welcome to Your Sexified Life. In case we haven't met yet, I'm Fanny, your pleasure coach and creatrix of Sexified. In this podcast, we discuss what makes being alive sexy. Pleasure, orgasms, body reconnection, self-evolution, emotions, everything we need to reclaim the thriving sex and fulfilling life we deserve. Without zero bullshit tolerance also. And most of all, we take the commitment to feel alive because we only have one life and it's time to live it. Because being alive is sexy. Welcome to your sexified life. It's always interesting when you want to start something and wonder, where the f*** should I start? Especially when you are a Swiss knife of many different passions like me. But I noticed the first step to help people reclaim the thriving sex and fulfilling life they desire is to actually help them reclaim amazing orgasms. We have several issues with orgasms. First, you are supposed to know what it is. Because, you know, if it is an orgasm, then you will know it is. Great. And let's not forget, you're supposed to know magically how to get it. And if you can explain to someone how to give it to you, that's even better. Or worse, you know, you're supposed to have orgasms only in case of a partnership and that kind of bullshit. Let's be real. When someone talks about pleasure and orgasms, if you are like many of us, you're either nodding silently, wondering why it is wrong with you because you don't have that, or looking somewhere else, wishing for this conversation to stop, being super uncomfortable. And usually, in those type of moments, you have, you may have a ton of thoughts. Maybe that's guilt, because you think you should know how to do that. Maybe that's regret, because you wish you knew how to do that. Maybe that's fear, because when you hear people talk about orgasmic all day or all night, <laughs> you can also be wondering, is my body even ready for that? <laughs> it can also be a longing of sex being more than just having intercourse with someone and getting some kind of climax, or maybe not. And if you're already um orgasm fairy godmother, please continue spreading the orgasm powder. Please, please, please. We're going to say a lot of things around orgasms, but the first idea I would love to share with you is the biggest and the most important. You are not broken. Let me say that again. You are not broken. There is nothing wrong with you. You may already be a regular client at the all-you-can-eat orgasm buffet. If that's the case, yay! Or maybe you don't know what having an orgasm is. And in that case, yay too! Because you have so much to learn and to discover. I am so excited. Or maybe you can only have an orgasm with your partner. And in that case, yay too! Because if you have some with your partner then you know it is accessible to you. Spoiler alert, there is no medical condition preventing you or anyone to have an orgasm. Or if there is, I'd love the resource. Because I'm almost sure it's bullshit. Or maybe you've given up on pleasure because you have no time uh, because of the kids and your life, etc. 
Or maybe you also have given up because sex feels so hollow and wondering why everyone seems to have a better sex life than you do, wondering why all the exercises in the magazines don't work. Um, Fanny, get an update. Have you heard of internet before <laughs> instead of magazines? But apart from the joke, there is nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. But I'm sure you've come across tons of explanation about how it's okay to not have orgasms or pleasure. Because, you know, life's tough. Get a helmet. Or this is what happens when you have kids. Or this is what happens when you hit menopause and deal with it. I don't buy that crap. And truth to be told, it's more a question of the game we're playing being twisted than you being broken. On a strictly educational point of view, I don't know what your sex education lessons looked like, but mine were all about the dangers of sex. Red flag, of course it is very important to give people the tools and knowledge to make conscious choices and protect their health, and also give people the knowledge about what pregnancy is, how it works, and how to avoid it if you don't want it. But isn't something missing? Like, how about pleasure? How about a more detailed anatomy of your clitoris and your G-spot? Explain there are so many types of orgasms available. You literally have an orgasmic buffet inside of you. Instead of the, am I a vaginal or clitoridial person? I don't know. I'm gonna have to look at the English word for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yes, there is this whole orgasmic journey that you have available. You have an inside pleasure palace available. In my opinion, it's a better idea to help people create the thriving sex life they want and do it safely, instead of having the whole sex education about the dangers of sex. But that's just my opinion. Your body isn't a medical emergency waiting to happen, or a medical catastrophe waiting to happen. As much as you are not broken, you are also not a ticking time bomb of STDs and unexpected pregnancies. One of the main reasons why the game is twisted is that whatever you do or whoever you are, you will never be good enough. Never. If you're curvy, lose some weight. If you're thin, get some muscles. How come you can even consider wanting a life for yourself and not your kids? You selfish mom not thinking about them 24-7. If you have little pleasure, you're frigid. But if you have too much, you're a slut and you should know how to control yourself, you nymphoman. Nymphoman. Nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac? Maybe. <laughs> Come on, are you serious when you say you just like vanilla sex? How about wanting to spice things up? But also, don't be too spicy, you threatening the status quo woman. Do you see where I'm going? This is patriarchal bullshit. 
you will never be enough. And this is where the game starts to be twisted. If you will never be enough, then that has to mean there is something wrong with you, or that you're broken. Now you know you're not, but the ambient story says different. I could go on and on about what's wrong with patriarchy and how we're changing it one woman or pussy owner at a time, but I'll try to keep it brief. The game's twisted because actually owning being you just as you are requires courage in our society. A lot of times we are compared to each other or even worse, we keep comparing ourselves to other. Because you know, how dare you to be satisfied with who you are? You're so full of yourself. Sadly, even if in the medical field we compare our patients to a norm, whether it's weight or it's lab result, every single time, normal, not normal. Or should I say normal or source of potential problems in the future. So either you are normal or there is a problem in you we need to fix ASAP. The good news is there is no normal or not normal in sex and no pornography isn't the norm. I'm sure you knew that already, but just a quick check-in. Sometimes knowing it isn't enough. So just saying. While we are at norms, and don't get me wrong, we need them sometimes, I also wish we could have like the norm of saying to our patients that come to see us in gynecology consultations, hey, have a regular self-pleasure practice and see what comes. I wanted to do that. Then I noticed it wasn't my office, so maybe I shouldn't. Or maybe I should have. There are a few other issues in our sex education. First, you learn about female and male genitalia and nothing in between. Thank you. Are you aware some people don't have a penis or a vagina? But also, the other issue is how much function-centered it is. Even in med school, when I learned about the anatomy of the clitoris, nobody thought it was useful to mention that this is the only organ only ever in the whole human body that is dedicated to pleasure. I don't know, it might have been something useful to learn. Like, isn't it amazing to know that we actually have an organ with thousands of nerves dedicated to pleasure? So instead of feeling your pleasure, your body is for someone else, a performance or whatever, guess what? It's for you first. Like you have inside an an organ, (laughs) an orgasm organ. Yeah, an orgasm organ. I like that. That is dedicated to you and that you get to use the way you want. It can be external stimulation. It can be internal. It can be perineal. Yes, all of this is normal too. No judgment here. We are all the same and we haven't learned it yet. And our job is to do better for people coming after us. So first, it's for you, and then you can share the deliciousness with someone else. When you think about it, isn't that great news? Like, hey, actually, I'm here for me first. Like, first, and then I can build something amazing with someone else. 
when I discovered that, I felt really reassured. Like, hey, I'm allowed to live for me. I'm allowed to have pleasure for me. Mm. All this patriarchal crap comes with a catch. Science says that we store each and every of our traumas inside of uh, inside of our bodies until we release it. When we think about trauma, we think about the big ones, rapes, aggressions, abuse, but that's not the only ones. There is a whole range of trauma in actually navigating in a society, showing off or telling you all the time that you are not enough or that there is something wrong with you is also a form of trauma and it is stored in your body. Sometimes people feel more comfortable talking about conditioning instead of traumas. You can use that too. No wonder many people have pelvic pain if they only know intercourse as the only way of having sex and foreplaying being just a foreplay and not worth of anything when it's used as a standalone. Or maybe forcing a tampon into your vagina each time you are on your period. All of this is stored in your pelvic floor. Same for your belly being contracted all the time and you have a love-hate relationship with it, trying to suck it in trousers or weight-lost panties or that kind of stuff. With this contraction in your abdominals, no wonder your pelvic floor is tensed too and it causes pain and a shit ton of other problems. We'll talk about that in another episode. Or maybe all the times when you actually were not consenting to some sexual interaction because you wanted to please that person or because you felt you should do it or you are afraid of consequences and that kind of stuff. This is kind of a not consent because it's a half consent. <laughs> so because it's half, it's not consent. We'll talk about that later. But all of this is stored, especially in your pelvic floor. So yep, it's very usual to have that. It's not normal, but it's usual. Last but not least, when you take the time to think about it, what's considered to be the norm in our society is to hate ourselves or want to change ourselves or some part of ourselves. Maybe it's your belly who isn't toned enough. Maybe it's your breast who are not big enough. Maybe it's your butt that you would like to be different and especially not your genitalia because, you know, it's ugly, it's dirty, it smells weird. It's unknown territory for so many of us. Like, it's scary. After all, why would you like to trade your guilty and shameful vision of yourself to a pleasurable, loving and accepting way of looking at your body? Uh, I don't know. Hating ourselves or wanting to change something seems to be the norm. If you try to say you feel good with yourself, it is very unlikely that you will get celebrated. It's, it's getting better, like it's slowly changing, and that's amazing. Usually you might get an unsolicited opinion or a useless advice or, or maybe just a thought 
inside someone someone's head about oh she's so full of herself how dare she feel so great about herself which is just reinforcing the patriarchal bullshit no judgment we've been trained forever to actually judge people and have an opinion on about them without actually knowing the full the whole story instead of being compassionate this is also how the game is twisted how can you get pleasure a thriving sex life and a fulfilling life when you actually hate your body and hate the source of your pleasure. This is not possible. Generally speaking, when we hate a part of ourselves, two things can happen. The first one, the obvious one, we're getting obsessed with it. We try to change it, to fix it, we go on a diet, or we do surgery, and usually that's not really efficient. I've actually tried to hate myself for so, so long and, oh surprise, it didn't work. Once I thought, you know what, like a football trainer would actually change the strategy of his team way earlier than what we do at hating ourselves. A football trainer wouldn't actually maintain a strategy that is causing his team to lose. So then why would we con uh, keep a strategy that is basically not working because it's helping us feeling like shit instead of helping us. But the worst part is actually, in my opinion, the second. When we hate ourselves or a part of ourselves, then we disconnect. We avoid mirrors. I'm guilty of that too. We hide under average clothing that makes us feel meh. And slowly, we lose the connection. We are walking around wondering where or when it went wrong, why we feel hollow even if we have everything, why we have pain during sex even if from a medical perspective everything is okay, why don't we want to have sex with our partner or partners even if we love them deeply. My simple question in here is how are we supposed to have orgasms and thriving sex and fulfilling life when we don't know what's pleasurable anymore since we are disconnecting disconnected sorry from parts of our bodies or even our whole body i think this might be the twistiest yes i know i love creating words in in terms of of crappy games that's the smartest move reject yourself so that you're convinced there is something wrong with you and constantly try to fix yourself and actually don't question the game. Yes, the game is the real problem, but you know, focus on you. Fix yourself first. Talk about twisted. You're not broken. The game is twisted and it's time to stop playing. Change has already started, which is great. Change is inevitable. We could try to play around and look and try to figure out how much time will it take or the best way to change it. Personally, I first, I don't have a crystal ball that will predict how much it will take. And also, I noticed that trying to fix everything at the same time is not really the most efficient way. Because, you know, if one-size-fits-all solutions were actually working, then we wouldn't have any problems. But I know one thing. 
now that I've noticed that this game is twisted, I'm out. I'm done playing. I'm done hating myself. Not gonna lie, this is a work in progress and sometimes I fall and I have to get up again and it can be a real challenge. But I'm done feeling I'm broken and that there's something wrong with me. I deserve more than hating myself. Going on with a life in 52 shades of grey, wondering where it went wrong and how the hell can I do, what the hell can I do to actually feel more alive. I'm done with that. That's actually the path I want to share with you. Because I deeply believe we all deserve a thriving sex life with your sex life looking actually like what you want. And if you want more orgasms, great, we'll talk about that too. I believe from the core of my bones that to get actually a fulfilling life, you need a connection to your sexual energy. It can look whatever you want. It can be the thriving sex life that looks like what you want. But to have that, we actually need body reconnection. And the good news is how orgasm can also help you rebuild it and you rebuilding it enhances orgasms, which is great news if you ask me. Doing that and sharing my path with you is my way to actually stop playing, stop playing the twisted game that says we're broken, that there is something to fix with you or with us, that we are not normal that we should only focus on the function and the danger of forgetting totally about pleasure, having our traumas stored into our bodies, hating ourselves and rejecting ourselves because that's what's supposed to be. Personally, I'm out. I'm not broken. I'm not perfect. I'm, in, on, I'm on the way and in the journey, but I'm out. And I really wanted with this first episode to actually share with you what I found about this game being twisted and just asking you if you still want to play. Maybe that's a yes because you feel good where you are or because this is not the right time. And if you are a full yes with what you have right now, then go for it. As I said, you're not broken, so own it and own who you are. But if that's a no and that you've had enough with this game, then what I would invite you to do is to start the journey. And I would be honored if you considered this podcast as a resource friend along the way. If you found that episode interesting, feel free to share it with a loved one so that we can spread the sexified magic to the word and subscribe to the podcast if you want more. And if you want to get started, I have in the show notes my ebook that is called Essence Awaken Your Senses to Reclaim the Pleasure to Feel Alive that is waiting for you. You will get access to the podcast updates and my weekly or bi weekly love letter. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your energy with me. Until next time, take care. Thank you.